What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode six of the Drink Local podcast. I am William. And this is Misa. We are avid longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones. And we definitely are not brewers. What we are is we're just people like you. Just some people who really, really love craft beer. We've been drinking craft beer for about 15 years. And during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences. Whether it's tourism, our culinary preferences, the types of activities we do for fun. Craft beer has always played a role. I do like to say sometimes, just remind people, we are not critics. So, like, we don't fucking know anything. Uh, <laughs> with that said, let's get... A lot get... of times we're drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're drunks. That's what we are, yeah. We're, we're luscious. Uh, <laughs> we get down. So, with that said, uh, let's uh, get into the show. All right. All right. You want to crack that beer open? Yeah, hell yeah, man. Let's see how I do this week. Oh, Hey. Oh, oh that's not fair. It's foaming. Why is it foaming? Pour it. <laughs> Why is it foaming? This you should, you is the only might, one that... You might want to pour that. <laughs> I was just taking it back. Oh, my God. This was the foamiest of all. Okay. So, yeah. We're good. We're good. Okay. None of the other ones. This is hilarious. You know, we're you foaming. always have something going on I when really you're doing do. this. Yeah. It really is like... Uh, it really is like opening a can, you know? Like, you never know what's going to happen. It's becoming a tradition. Amazing. I really like watching you open them. It's super funny. <laughs> you know what's funny? I've never anticipated opening, a, like, a can of beer unless, like, I knew it was, like, shaking or whatever. But now I'm, like, getting, like, nervous every you, time. <laughs> you have an anxiety about it. I, yeah, I, I am. It makes you want to drink. It makes me, yeah, it definitely makes me want to drink. So what are we having today? All right. So we actually... Are doing stout, stouts, and stouts. Wow! Yeah, yeah. By the way, this episode is uh, called "The Community Is Undefeated." Let me give them the rundown real quick yeah, before yeah, we get yeah, to yeah. the do beers. It, do it. So yeah, so we're gonna talk about the craft beer community today, how much we love it, and why. What has really made us think about that for this episode? We're gonna get into what made you want to drink, and we're gonna take some questions from the beer curious. So with that said, now. We are going to yes. get into these beers. Okay. So we have Fall Brewing, the yes. champ, yes. with a dark horse coffee milk stout. Wow, that sounds awesome. A I San love San Diego, fall. California extra extravaganza. An extravaganza? Yep. I mean, I love Fall Brewery. I've been really excited to drink one of their beers on the show. Mm -hmm. This <laughs> I can't stop smiling right now. This one, I have been seeing it on their Instagram. Okay, okay. See, I haven't seen it anywhere except yeah. where we bought it. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, so um, it's probably like a new thing. Um, and then we have... So that one is a coffee milk stout. And then we got Bottle Logic, Bottle Logic Brewing, Study Break, Imperial Stout with lactose, cacao nibs, and peanuts. Wow. Okay, so this is not for people with peanut allergies. Okay. Uh, and then we have Pacific Plate Brewing Company, or Chata Stout. Oh, wow. Those are very, uh, that's a strong variety yeah, of so stuff. So we have a coffee, Snickers-inspired, and a horchata. Horchata. 
horchata. <laughs> okay. All right. That sounds really good. You know, so we're going like to... so we're dessert. Yeah, we're drinking all stouts. <laughs> and what we're going to see is a lot of variety between, between these stouts. Yeah, one's an imperial stout. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. So the imperial stout is a big boy. It's 10%. 10%. Okay. So we're going to be drunk this episode for yep. sure. Again. Um, yeah. You know, that's not the goal. It just... <laughs> It just kind of seems to happen with these. Yeah. But uh, so that. tell me about this uh, fall beer, which I am going to taste right now. Like, tell okay, me oh, about what, what Dark Horse Coffee is and tell me okay, about yeah. So this brewery. is a, a, I mean, I guess a collaboration, you can say, with Dark Horse uh, Coffee mm. Roasters. Mm. And when I looked them up, I was like, oh, wait, we've been here. Very roasty. Very roasty. Yeah. So, um, so, Fall Brewing is a brewery in San Diego, in the North Park uh, neighborhood of San Diego, and it's on the street called Thirtieth Street, and it's kind of at the how oh, is it the south kind of end of it? Wait, is it north south? I could be getting no no. It's at the north end of it. So, um, on. This 30th Street, like if you, along the street, there's a bunch of restaurants and uh, breweries and tap rooms. Yeah, and, it's a real active area. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like fall is kind of uh, away from a lot of it, you know. But if you walk like a few blocks down, you got Belching Beaver, you got Tiger Tiger. Love Tiger is, Tiger. Like, Tiger Tiger is like not on 30th, but it's like right. Yeah, it's off, off to the, of the side. Place. And Tiger Tiger, you know, I think that. Uh, they're not brewing their own beer, but they seem to be connected to a brewery. Like, not, not physically connected, but there is a brewery that I think it either is oh, owned dude, by the Tiger Tiger uh -huh. people or something. I forgot what it's called right now. Mm. But um, oh, it smells really good. Coffee. Got really good food, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. a great tasting room or tap room or bar, whatever you yeah, want to call it. Yeah, they can get a lot of, like, You can San get a lot Diego. of local San Diego mm -hmm. brews yeah. there, yeah, including really their own. And yes. the, the food, like you said, is really good. And then across from there, actually, uh, last time we were there, we discovered um, Pariah. Junshine. Oh. Pariah. Pariah. Which is yeah, Junshine is a kombucha place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's on El Cajon. It's not on 30th, but it's like on the corner. Yeah. And then down, if you go further down 30th, you got Rip Current uh, Brewing. You have Toronado San Diego. Toronado San Diego, Toronado, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if we talked about it, but we wrote about it. Yeah, we wrote about Toronto in San Francisco. In yeah. the Bay Area. So, yeah, so we kind of gave you the yeah. uh, whole... Uh, and also um, Modern Times. Sure, so we gave you the whole GPS right now for, yes, for no sorry. reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I just wanted to tell you that street, like, it's just worth going yeah, because right. there's, like, it a is, whole bunch. No. But, so, this Dark Horse uh, Coffee Roasters, I guess there's four locations, but the one we've been to is on 30th Street. In that neighborhood, it's kind mm. of like in the middle. I, I want to say um, this beer is really good. It's what I expect from fall. Yeah, so fall, like we discovered it, kind of trying to go to that area, you know. And it's every beer we had there is good. So ever since we found out about it, now whenever we go to San Diego, we definitely uh, make a stop. They bottle their core beers, uh -huh. so they have pretty good distribution now it's been increasing at least you know it's Bottles made it out cans, here to LA yeah. well I, this is the first can that I've oh, seen really? that okay. they do I'm sure they do a few other cans mm -hmm. but this is not a common release this is a special no, no, release no, yeah, this is special. you know yeah. so 
but their core beers mm -hmm. are all in bottles. So that's magical and delicious. You may have seen that. Uh, Plenty for All, which Plenty is their Pilsner. Uh -huh. Magical and Delicious is a pale. They have an IPA as well, but I forgot what it's called right now. Mm -hmm. Anyway, though, I want to talk about this can. Mm -hmm. So it's <laughs> really cool. Yeah. So what it is, it's, it's called The Champ. It has this very clean, classic yellow design. The can is yellow. It's got a red line. It says The Champ on there. And The Champ is... Well, it's a dark horse. Yeah, it's, it's like their logo. Kind yeah, of. it's the, uh, so what it is, it's basically a boxing minotaur. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, a collage of like a horse head, which is the uh, dark, dark horse coffee roaster. Yeah, I guess a minotaur has a bull's head, but a, but a centaur has <laughs> a, a horse's body. to like a photo of a boxing man. I want to, is this like obvious? A boxing man. <laughs> Like a, boxer. a boxer. You're, you're good with that. You know? well, like a, yeah, but yeah. like a like a photo of like an actual man who's like a who's boxing. Right. Yeah. And then a photo of a horse. Yeah, and so it has a horse's lower half, yeah. but it only has two legs, and it has a horse's head. That's why I say it's a minotaur, but it's its own thing. It's yeah. something else. Yeah. It's the champ. Anyway, yeah. so you know, it's a really cool can. It's really good. It attracted me right away when I saw that it was fall. I mm -hmm. had to have it. I knew that we were going to be talking about this one on the pod. We've been saving it for about a little over a week. Mm -hmm. So this is 6%. 6% beer. Okay, so it's not so too they're, crazy. So basically, they collaborated with their neighbor. That's awesome. Roaster. That's awesome. And you know, yeah, I love coffee-infused beers. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. coffee stouts. I think that coffee-infused beers really taught me how to appreciate and enjoy coffee. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't a big coffee guy, but I drink coffee, you know, almost every day now, so I have that problem to deal with. <laughs> uh, let's get to the next one. Bottle Logic. Let's do it. Talk about it. So, Bottle Logic is a brewery in Anaheim. Uh, we've been there before. Yeah, Anaheim has a very good Beer community too. Yeah, and so they're they kind of have like a science type of theme um, going on, mm -hmm. and so this one study break is a Snickers candy bar inspired sweet stout brewed with lactose and caramel malts, then recirculated on cacao nibs and peanuts. Wow, that sounds... I don't know what recirculated means, but... Yeah, that's a, that's a new term for me, but, you know, it sounds like a very bottle-logic beer. Like she said, they're really, you know, science-inspired. Yeah. You know, I don't, like, I, like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know if they know have any means, scientists but... there. I don't know if anyone there <laughs> is even that smart, you know? Like, who knows, you know? You know what, though? Brewing is, like, it is, like... Yeah, totally. Science. Totally. Totally. The smell is like you actually smell peanuts. It's crazy. Yeah, it smells like a Snickers. It really does. Well, so, talk about the can. The can. So it has their big logo, which is like, wow. which is a genius logo. It's like a, one of those old school mm. uh, light bulbs with. It a tastes like in a it. Snickers. Mm -hmm. It literally tastes like a Snickers. But it's like really peanutty. Well, like, like surprisingly a Snickers. Pe peanutty. Yeah. Um, and so it has like these, it's like an all over pattern of like a Snickers looking bar that says study break on it. Um, some books, peanuts, uh, like a, what do you call this? Like a stick, like a, 
a joystick. A joystick. <laughs> and a, and a, a pinball machine. That's awesome. I love yeah. all those things. Yeah. So I really, so first of all, you know, I Stun forgot break. to do this, but if you guys have been sticking with us, you know that we've had sound issues. Oh. So we're trying to figure it out still. Mm -hmm. We're doing what we can every podcast to try to get the crackling out. You know, we get excited um, <laughs> and we get drunk. So it gets, it gets loud. Yeah. But anyway, though. With that out of the way, yeah. Snickers is my all-time favorite candy <laughs> bar. Favorite. Yeah, I'm not a huge candy guy, uh, but, you know, I like the core ones, you know. Like, I like uh, Snickers. I like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Mm -hmm. I used to like Paydays, but I kind of got off that a little bit. I was tricked by Bart Simpson into eating a lot of Butterfingers <laughs> as a kid before I decided maybe it's not the bar for me. Uh, I, I love a Twix. Twix you know, is good, yeah. yeah, and Twix, you know, they're for sharing. Really good stuff. I love. Yeah, that it's thing. very caramely. You know? yeah. yeah. So, uh, and you know, when I was a kid, I loved the commercials for whatchamacallit, but not really my thing. You're like, what's a whatchamacallit? No, I think and, I know. It has like wafers in it. Yeah, involved, chewy, right? chocolatey, crunchy caramel. Hmm. Yeah, delicious. Um, anyway, though, yeah. So this is another can that really attracted me and I had to That's get cute. this one. We mm -hmm. This whole stout thing kind of happened by accident. We just <laughs> yeah. ended up, you know, uh, we're talking about things on this podcast that are kind of going to kind of relate to it and we'll get into that later. But I'm not really big on high alcohol beers anymore. Right. I tend to shy away from them. But this can was so attractive to me that I had to buy it. And so you can see like on Drink Local, we talk a lot about the power of can art. Mm -hmm. You know, and we think that it's so important. And as you can see, like, it's always making us buy the beer, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you're listening and you are in the beer industry and you're thinking about can art, you know, uh, be aware. It really does influence does. Yeah. what people are drinking, yeah. you know. And I mean, like, I think that this brewery brews good beer, mm -hmm. um, not Bottle Logic. Oh. Well, they do, too. Yeah. But that's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm talking about a different brewery, and I know that this can art is done by a particular famous artist, mm -hmm. but it's it's Flying Dog Brewery. Oh, uh -huh, uh -huh. for me, like that, their their art it just weirds me out, man. <laughs> like it's it it freaks me out a little bit, and you know I tend to shy away from buying their beers, even though the ones that I've had have been really good. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I just get freaked out by the, the <laughs> this like weird shit that they're doing. Like I don't know what the hell that dog is. It looks cracked out. Like anyway, whatever. So sorry, sorry if you. Ralph Stedman. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, man, you're doing a great job of creating nightmare fuel, Mr. Stedman. <laughs> I kind of like it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but it's like very it. unique though, yeah. which is. Yeah, it is Good, unique, you know. Like, I know a flying dog when I see one. Yeah, for sure, 100%. And, and, and then I don't buy it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> anyway, okay, so, all right. Um, is there anything else to say about this Bottle Logic beer? It's really good, by the way. I love yeah, it. It's, um, it's, it's funny. It's deceptive, it's sneaky, because it's it a 10%, is. Oh, yeah, it's 10% beer. Yeah. And it's so good that, you know, you can really drink this one. Yeah, it's. I am kind of enjoying drinking this and then going to the uh, coffee. <laughs> We're chasing it with coffee. Yeah, yeah. because it, it is kind of sweet and it makes it, me kind of like lick my lips, you know? So I think this next one is going to be really sweet. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so this one is Pacific Plate Brewing Company, which 
We have not been to this one. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if we've had Where is it? beer from there. They're actually in Monrovia, mm. which is uh, in Los Angeles County, right? Yeah. It's like east, kind of. Uh, northeast, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, let's see. So this brewery, when I looked it up, it it's said... East of Pasadena. Right. It said, like, in the foothills, kind of, you know? Um, I mean, people are probably like, what? We're foothills? really <laughs> geographical today. So, um, continue. But, like, when I read the little blurb on it on, on Google, it says, Small Batch Microbrewery offers a range of craft beers with Latin flavors with a taproom and retail. Sounds great. And then, so, for this... I love a theme. This one, 5.2% horchata stout. Nice. Um, I guess is... Inspired by a Nicaraguan recipe. Which wow. Which is interesting, yeah. So I'm going to take a drink. Hmm. It's not that sweet. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Really? Okay, well, I'm, Maybe I'm it's try. because I, it's after I had this uh, Snickers one, but not that sweet. I'm going to try it right now. Um, so it says... Mm, it smells really good. Inspired by a Nicaraguan oh. recipe, the bitterness of the dark roasted malts in our Ortata mm. stout is balanced by the sweetness that comes from the milk sugars, the rich flavors of Ecuadorian cacao and Madagascar bourbon vanilla, and the subtle and delicate flavor of Ceylon cinnamon. Is the beer as nuanced and complex as the tropical volcanic landscape of Nicaragua? You know, I don't know if I've ever had a Pacific plate beer. Uh -huh. But between these three beers, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this one I, I found to be the most complex. Yeah, yeah, they're like, right about it being complex. It's yeah, really like, yeah, it. yeah, you know, like there was a different word that I had in my mind. Mm -hmm. I, think that, I think that you planted complex in my mind. <laughs> the word that I wanted to say was it has the most dimensions. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's, you know, it's interesting. It feels different mm -hmm. when you first get a taste of it on your tongue mm -hmm. than it does as you're swallowing it down. Mm -hmm. And then after you drank it, mm -hmm. you know, your mouth has all these different spices and aromas. Yeah, because I want to say that when you first drink it, it starts out kind of sweet. You do get the sweet uh, mm -hmm. milk sugar. Mm -hmm. But then, like, afterwards, you kind of get the uh, cinnamon spice and the kind of a little bit bitterness of the, the roasted malt. This is a very strong selection of beers today. Like, it's really good. these are all fantastic beers and you know um this is my first time having all of them this mm -hmm. is yeah, yeah, a yeah. surprise all these beers yeah yeah pleasant surprise so we're gonna keep on drinking these is there anything else you want to say about pacific plate we haven't talked very much yeah about i'm looking at their website and they even have an armenian coffee style so that's oh wow sounds that sounds amazing too. but i guess their uh name of the well name of the brewery is based on the fact that they're Plate, they're you know located right they're on a tectonic the, uh, plate. Te yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we are in earthquake country, and mm -hmm. I noticed on the back of the bottle it says, or the back of the can rather, it says "warning seismic activity." <laughs> so um, you know their uh, can is you know it's a little more classic mm -hmm. in terms of design. Mm -hmm. It has a volcano on it. Yeah, the Nicaraguan is, volcano, which is I don't know if you, this kind of. Off topic a little bit, but do it. I don't know if you know, like, I guess today, I want to say on ESPN, they're doing a thing where this guy is walking across a Nicaraguan volcano. It's probably the one on this uh, can. Wow. Like tightrope. I guess he's known for like uh, doing walking across buildings and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So 
I mean, so I didn't time it for that. I didn't know that was happening when uh, I bought this or that it was a Nicaraguan uh, inspired horchata. But hey, yeah. well, hey, cheers <laughs> to that crazy ass dude. I hope he made it. Yeah, totally. You know, I'm assuming he did. Yeah, I hope we don't yeah. hear, hear any bad news later. No. So anyway, but yeah, cheers to that guy. <laughs> you know, we're drinking some uh, Nicaraguan stout for mm -hmm. you. You know, so there horchata, we go. Horchata, yeah. All right, so let's. Yeah, let's uh move on to our topic today. All right. Wow. Mm. This, is, this really is like a. All right. It really is like a dessert. So today, we're talking about the craft beer community and how it mm -hmm. is truly, truly undefeated. It is mm -hmm. definitely my favorite community that I've been a part of, and you know I'm part of the black community. So that's a very you know it's a very high compliment. You know, like because I like that community a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> but the craft beer community, like, there's my people. I love them. Uh, yeah, so basically what we're going to talk about today is why we love them. And yeah. we're going to tell you guys some stories that just reinforce that. Uh -huh. You know, so in our opinion, I think that I can say this for both of us, uh -huh. the craft beer community has just been one of the most welcoming uh -huh. and friendly and informative, enthusiastic communities that we've ever had the opportunity to be introduced to mm -hmm. since we've been traveling all over the country mm -hmm. and all over the world, everywhere, it's always an embrace. And I don't know if it's that way for everybody. I hope it is. I'm sure there are some outliers out there and you know, I've had some bad experiences, but the good has so overwhelmingly yeah. overshadowed the bad that yeah, I, don't I, don't remember. Remember. I don't remember yet I'm anything sure. negative, you know? Yeah. But like, Go ahead. Oh, I want to I want to say that like and a good if you want to like read about a good example, you can go to our website and uh, I think the first Austin Austin the first blog uh, which we call on the DL, the first one uh, is about Austin and it's like a great example of that. Yeah, Austin is a great example if, of yeah, the so kindness of the craft beer community. Mm -hmm. But honestly. We had a great time with the entire Texas craft beer totally. community. They're yeah. all really cool. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's funny because I think that, you know, Texas means a lot of different things, a lot of different people, and mm -hmm. people have their stereotypes. Man, what a friendly experience we had there. Yeah, we had you a know, great time. With everybody, mm -hmm. yeah. So we love it. So just like, just, just this weekend, mm -hmm. we hit up a few craft beer spots. It's been, you know, a crazy, crazy week. You know, we're... Yeah. In an election year, we're not going to talk about it, but everybody is everybody needs to drink right now. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's how it feels, you know? That's probably what it was. Yeah, so yeah. we did check out our home base, mm -hmm. Hermosillo, mm -hmm. you know? So what happened was, so Hermosillo is where Highland Park Brewery is located. Mm -hmm. There are two. I went on Twitter and I saw their Twitter post mm -hmm. and they had this sick hat that I wanted to get. Oh, You right, know, uh -huh. it says beers. It's Dodgers inspired. Mm -hmm. This is LA. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get it. So went to Hermosillo to get it. They didn't have it at that location. Mm -hmm. So what they did have was some great beer. Mm -hmm. And they were preparing for the IPA Fest. Yeah, the LA IPA Fest at Mohawk Bend that I think we mentioned last week. Yeah, yeah. so they had... So it was like the day before. Yeah, it was Friday. Yeah. So they had their... Mm -hmm. IPA on. It was a West Coast IPA call competition. Mm -hmm. It was wonderful. I don't know what the outcome of the IPA Fest is. We're going to mm -hmm. check in on it and get back to you guys. Mm -hmm. But It didn't win. I saw it, but yeah. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. you may know more than I do, yeah. but 
it was really good. Yeah, it was you good. Know, it was a fantastic beer. Mm -hmm. Anyway, though, um, the vibe in there was so good, right? Like, mm -hmm. everyone was just so happy when we got there. And I remember seeing this guy, and he bought, <laughs> like, six cases yeah. of beer from them. Yeah. And he had it on the bar table where yeah. I was sitting. And As he was drinking, like, from Yeah, the, and he was yeah. drinking and talking, and we were talking about beer. And so I saw him, and I was like, dude, like, I love this. Can mm -hmm. I get a picture? Mm -hmm. So I took a picture of him, and I was like, of him with his beer. I was like, can I get it with you? He's like, yeah. You know, I took a picture of him, and um, we'll post that on the Instagram. Okay. I don't think I've seen this picture. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah. But you saw the, yeah. you saw it in real time. Yeah, I saw it, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, though. I was jealous. <laughs> Misa came and met me, and we were sitting next to this guy uh -huh. named George. Yeah, like he came a little later, yeah. Yeah, and we just had like this really good talk and just bonding over mm -hmm. beer, and it was so funny because he was like, you know, I don't want to bother you guys. Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, 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 do it. Like, <laughs> do the thing. You know, let's, let's yeah, do I this. think he started out kind of just being like, oh, what are you drinking? I was thinking of this. How was that? You know, it's, it was just, you know, based on like the tap list, you know, yeah, which is like, how a lot of, I feel like, uh, bar conversations start. He might have thought that we were on a date, but it's like, <laughs> we're married. We've been together for over a decade. Like, yeah. we don't want to talk to each other. We <laughs> yeah, want to talk to you guys. You know, it's like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> We're talking to them. We're talking together. to yeah. We're yeah. talking to whoever's listening through Any, us, each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, like this guy was so cool, and he talked to us. He uh, talked to us about all kinds of things. We mm -hmm. did do the thing that they say you're not supposed to do when you're drunk. We talked politics. You know, we got oh, in. Did, huh? yeah, yeah, we got into yeah. it. Yeah, you know, and you know, personally, like I don't believe in that. I think that's a trick mm -hmm. when they say don't talk politics or religion. I'm like, how do you? How do you chop it up? Like, how do you get down to brass tacks? How do you figure shit out if you don't have... This is a trick that people pulled on us so that we don't solve our fucking problems. That we don't, so that we don't come But we're to, not going to talk about it here. So that we don't come to commonalities. Right. But with yeah, that said... We won't talk about it. We're not going to talk about it here. This is a very podcast. Yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you want hardcore political opinions... Uh -huh. Then you know uh, you can. I'm sure you you can find us somewhere on Twitter, and we're not gonna tell you where that is. So anyway, on our personal one. Yeah, right. So anyway, though, um, that said, you know, we just had a really good time. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, uh, he was from. I don't know if he was from LA. He yeah, he's was, from right? LA. Yeah, he said he's from LA. From LA. Yeah. But we were kind of like recommending some places, and he was telling us about some places that he'd been to. Yeah, we were all trading yeah. information. Yeah, that's what you're was, supposed to yeah, do in the craft right. beer community. We're mm -hmm. trading, and we're you know, and we were getting his take. So they had a lot of cellar maker beers because oh, cellar yeah, maker yeah, was down yeah. here. So he was talking about cellar maker saison, you uh -huh. know, and we were just going down cellar maker's list because we love cellar maker. Right. So we were drinking all their beers, yeah, and we're going to talk about cellar maker more later. So stay tuned. But, but that's also on the blog too. Also on the blog, yeah, we're mm -hmm. talking about San Francisco on the mm -hmm. blog. Mm -hmm. So the point is, mm -hmm. it's just a really good time to just kind of exchange ideas mm -hmm. with other craft beer people, totally. and people are always kind of enthusiastic to do that because even mm -hmm. the conversations that I didn't have, mm -hmm. there were opportunities to be inside of other conversations, and oh. there were a lot of other. Mm -hmm conversations between strangers mm -hmm. being had about this whole nerdy thing 
right. that we're doing. Yeah, and part of it might have been because it was like the day before the IPA fest and yeah. this, you know, but it was like a great energy. So we ended that conversation yeah. and I was like, dude, like, I'm sorry I didn't do this earlier, but uh-huh. next time I see you, I'm going to buy you a beer. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm going to buy you a beer. And we're like, are we friends? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I think so. I think we're friends. And you know what? Like, we're not that good of friends, but because <laughs> yeah, you know, we didn't exchange numbers, all that, all that yeah. stuff, you know. But we're friends, you yeah. know. And like, if I see him over there again, yeah. I'm definitely gonna buy him a beer, you know. Like, Hell yeah, George, yeah, George, yeah, that was mm-hmm. really cool. So, the next day, we were uh-huh. like, let's go uh-huh. <laughs> get this hat. So, we right. kind of yeah, took yeah, a little yeah. uh train trip mm-hmm. down the gold line, mm-hmm. we uh went to Highland Park Brewery. Yes. On the edge of Chinatown. Yes, I did an Instagram stories, um, and I saved it in the highlights. So if you go to our Instagram at Drink Local TV, you can see the little trip. All right, that's awesome. Documented. So now, one one funny thing about the difference between Highland Park Brewery in Highland, Highland Park, Park uh-huh. and the one on the edge of Chinatown <laughs> is that the one in Highland Park is like no kids. You can't. Oh, you can't even. You yeah, can't, you can't even. You can't even cut. Yeah. Like, if you have, if you, you have kids, we don't want you in there. And a lot of people in Highland Park have kids. They like, do, people yeah. in Highland Park are having kids. Like, there, there's something going on. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what it is. There's like, yeah, I don't know. You know, um, like, yeah. If you go on a weekend, like a brunch. They all have like little, little kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they're all at the same age for some reason too. The they're high- all like two. <laughs> Forever, <laughs> perpetually two. That's, that's, um, that's what I've seen. So the yeah. Highland Park Brewery in the edge of Chinatown, uh-huh. they allow you to have kids, and yeah. for some reason in the brewery. Yeah, and for some reason not like to actually have them. Yeah. We were outnumbered by kids. <laughs> like it was a it was like a Chuck E. Cheese in there. Like the vibe <laughs> the vibe was totally different. It's so weird to see so many people who can't partake in most of what they have just there. You know, there were kids. They were covered in face paint. Good. Yeah, I think they were having. There's a park across the street. Beautiful park. Yeah, and so I think there must have been something going on because we've been there before where there was a lot of people, but this is the there was this was the most kids I've seen in there. Yeah, but it made sense though because I was like, why did they open the other Highland Park brewery? Yeah, you know, and I was kind of thinking the like. Yeah, the uh-huh. one in Chinatown, like, you know, obviously more space so you can brew right. more beer, you know, because totally. there's not that much space yeah, no, at the one at the Hermosillo. Um, yeah. But then it's also like, you're not serving half of people mm-hmm. who want, like, and probably <laughs> the half who wants to drink more, the parents, you right, know? Right. Like, be, like, if you're not inviting parents in to your establishment. So they were like, we got to get these parents in here, you know? Mm-hmm. So they did that. And it's a different vibe. It's a fun vibe. I love kids. I like to, you know, just uh, soak up their energy. I think that, you know, kids are very positive, honest, and, you know, hopefully, you know, uncorrupted. You know, you know, even if they are corrupted, whatever, those kids are cool, too. I like the little bad kids. Those, the ones there were, like, between two and five, I would say. They yeah. were a little bit older. They weren't, like... You know, Highland Park kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, though, we had some beers they're there. All, they're all chill. Yeah, we had some beers yeah. there. Not too many. We just mm-hmm. had a couple because we wanted to get the hat. Yeah. And the main reason that we wanted to go into that area mm-hmm. is because we wanted to check out mm-hmm. the Imperial Western yes. in Union Station. Yeah. So, I want you to break down what the Imperial Western 
is like. Okay, so the Imperial Western Beer Company. So uh, what's it called? Say it. Say it Imperial louder. Western Beer Company. Okay, I think. And so this is it's in this like a building. I don't know if it's connected directly, but it's the same, you know, premise. Premises. Premises as Union Station. Yes. And so I guess this building. It is directly connected to Union Station. Yeah. So it's like in the same style building, right? And so it's like an Art Deco mission revival style architecture. And uh, so it was built in, I want to say it was uh, 19... 39? Yes. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. 1939. Uh, so it was built at the same time as Union Station. And I guess uh, at the time it was like a restaurant. And it was like this by, by this restaurateur who had other restaurants along like, uh, I, I think he might have been based in like Air, uh, New Mexico or something. Okay. Santa Fe maybe. Um, but they he had like restaurants at like stations. This was when railroads were like all the all the rage i'm assuming and um and so i guess it was in operation until i want to say the 60s yeah that's correct right and then it's it was vacant it's been vacant since then since uh 1967 until this brewery opened in 2018 so it's crazy that it's, it's just been the the, the building because it's yeah. pretty big space well there was nothing to do with it i mean it's not going to go anywhere it's part of union station yeah i guess but they yeah, were just like we should do something with somebody this? <laughs> somebody who i'm assuming is super rich uh <laughs> bought it and you know it's freaking awesome uh we went there yeah and we you know when i honestly when i went in there uh -huh. I was like, I don't fit in here. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were saying that. Uh -huh. Yeah, um, you know, I kind of, you know, my first impression of it was not positive at all. Mm -hmm. I would say j just because, you know, I felt like the vibe was so fancy and everything was so, you know, everything was so historic and mm -hmm. but also restored. It was pristine. Mm -hmm. There was, you know, it was not messy at all and. All the people there, you know, they they were well coiffed, and they, you know, they had Not parts in they had parts in their hair. I and, guess, though. You know, yeah, yeah but, I mean, that's what was going on. You know, it was just very, you know, like you know, I must sound like hella broke, like being impressed by parts in people's hair. You know, like like you know, what I'm saying like yeah, I can't afford a part. Parts. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have zero parts. Yeah, but you know, like. It was just, you know, one. Of, it, it, it was just one of those spots, you know. Like it looked like a lot of people there, like just came from playing golf, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it was like an older crowd, and it's kind of because it's by Union Station. Who knows, like how all these people ended up there? You know yeah, it I mean? was like people getting off the Amtrak or something. <laughs> something like, I don't know, coming yeah. from Orange County or something like that. But it was just, you know, it was just a very different vibe, you know. So anyway, yeah, that it was. Totally different from like where we yeah. were, but at it was also yeah. really cool. Like I said, you know, my impression I think was based solely on my insecurities. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was just like I don't feel like I belong here. Mm -hmm. But like it was very cool. They had a live band, yeah, that was very very it good. Was cool, yeah. You know, they were uh, centered around a conga player, mm -hmm. which was very. Who was cool. also singing. Yeah, he's also mm -hmm. singing. Yeah. 
definitely. And he was, you know, a black guy. He was older. Yes. And I remember after the whole thing was over, like, I was like, you know, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I went to, like, you know, just kind of give him, like, a fist pound. Mm -hmm. And I realized I threw him off because <laughs> I came with the dap. Yeah. But, like, he's too old for daps. Yeah. You know, he's doing other things, you know? So he was just like, ah. And I was like, ah, I'm sorry. I made it terrible for you. Uh, I have no generational did, intelligence. Wait, was he, because I remember seeing this, but I think I was also kind of drunk. But did he literally grab, try to shake your hand, like, in a... <laughs> In, uh, get out. Yeah. He totally get out at me, you know, but it was my bad. It wasn't, it wasn't like he was a white person that stole a black no, person's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I just put him in the mix up. I know. It, I saw it happen. It yeah. Like, oh, it was wow. terrible. And like, I saw his face and he was like, this sucks. And I was like, I'm sorry. You know, I never like, yeah. You know, at I, least I, he probably has not seen get out. Yeah, nah, yeah, probably not. <laughs> but he wanted me to get out. So, uh, well, we were so. Though. Yeah, we were on the way out. But anyway, oh, though, geez. so we sat at the bar, uh -huh. and yeah. there was this guy sitting there, uh -huh. and I was kind of, you know, talking to the staff. The staff was absolutely oh, wonderful. They were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that the woman who worked there, uh -huh. her name was Amber. Okay. And the guy who worked there, his name was Cody. So if you oh. work at Imperial Western, if you are a decision maker there and you're listening for whatever reason, <laughs> you know, probably not. But if you are, those people are doing a great job. Yeah. I just want that to be clear. Yeah. You're no, they're, really they're good, all great. You know, I think them... there was a, also another guy, but I don't know who Yeah. Name, oh, yeah. But... There's another guy, but I didn't get his name. But, but they, they you know, were all he has great. tattoos. And yeah. he's really cool. Yeah. You know, he has a tattoo of a... Uh, a wolf door handle on his oh, yeah, shoulder you so you can know exactly who he is if you work there now you know and he was very cool very informative uh he was talking to us about oyster stouts making oh, sure uh -huh. to reassure us that it doesn't taste like oysters you know yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. You don't know that. yeah. but like yeah so, anyway, so we got like a couple flights so we pretty much tried like all their beers maybe minus like one or two yeah no we missed about five they had a oh, lot really? of beers on tap they had a lot also before you get into this other story, when we walked in, they were giving out, like, samples. Yeah, that was new. Yeah, yeah. they give out samples right away, but it's smart, you know, because yeah. it's new. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Which was cool, like, to the point where I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I'm not a part of this. I, like, walked past Yeah, it. yeah, <laughs> you, you never heard of that. So, yeah. I mean, but yeah, you know, it's really cute. Yeah. And I'm sitting at the bar next to this guy, mm -hmm. and... As I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about how a lot of the beers are named after trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which uh -huh. made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Streamline or something, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so he was like, oh, that's interesting, uh -huh. you know. And I kept drinking for a while and we were drinking. And I was like, you know, I feel weird here, uh -huh. but I like this guy. Yeah, you were telling me. Like, I, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> like, I like, I, I feel his energy. Like, yeah. I think that I'm very attuned to people's energy. Yeah. You know, I could be imagining all that, yeah. whatever, you know. But I feel I, like I, you did a pretty good job. I, I, I like his vibe, you yeah. know? So I turned to him and I was like, man, I like your vibe. And in That's retrospect... That's how you started the conversation. Yeah, I know. Like, I think I, I think I hit on him. You totally hit on him. <laughs> but like he, he, and he was like, yo, I, I like your vibe. <laughs> <laughs> What's he supposed to say? Right? You know? And so I was like, yeah. Thank you. And so we started talking and... We are both from L.A., once uh -huh. again, yeah. 
both in the craft beer. Mm-hmm. He's Mexican. He lives by the college that I went to, mm-hmm. which was Cal State LA. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I love Cal State LA. I, I love the education that I got there. You know, um, it was very, you know, it was just a very good education for somebody who's trying to like navigate mm-hmm. the world and you're like, you mm-hmm. know, a minority, you know, like yeah. if you're like Hispanic mm-hmm. or if you're black, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like Chicano influence. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of, I remember. You know, like Black yeah. Panther mm-hmm. type influence in the education. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, it's very good. You know, you get a lot of just very interesting mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. on your education, mm-hmm. and it was very valuable for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. personally. So anyway, though, I was kind of talking to him, and he was like, "Let me buy you a beer," you know. Uh-huh. And so I was like, well, I can't say no to that. Mm-hmm. So he gives me my next beer. We have flights. And we just talked and chopped it up for a long time. You did, yeah. Yeah, like, like for maybe like an hour and a half, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. But it was just like just relating on just kind of like being from L.A. Mm-hmm. and just being beer people mm-hmm. and just kind of like, you know, kind of being different in that world a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I said, you know, it's been a super welcoming world. Like I never felt different, but I'm still different. Mm-hmm. In fact, no matter what the demographics, you know, for craft beer, that. you mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, for craft yeah, beer. Yeah. You know, you know, it's a lot of white males. Right. You know, totally. So anyway, though. We did exchange numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, we were like, you know, let's kick it, yeah. let's hang out. Yeah. You know, and you know, I, I really hope we do because yeah. that was like just really cool, like craft beer experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and we uh, were exchanging information about like where to go and stuff too. Once again, yeah. And we, I was like, kind of proud because. I feel like this was the first time that we were the people writing on the napkin, like, yeah. go here. Yeah, telling him, yeah, like, where he should check out, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, that was really, yeah. So, like, you know, because you got to pay it forward in the craft beer community. Yeah, the yeah. Craft beer I was community, like, we're doing it. Yeah, they, they've been so, <laughs> you know, the community's been so good to us. Mm-hmm. But one thing I want to talk about, too, is mm-hmm. that we talk a lot about, you know, like, last week we talked about Three Weavers mm-hmm. and how they have, you know, it's owned by a woman mm-hmm. and they have a woman head brewer or brewmaster mm-hmm. the brewmaster at imperial oh, western mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah is a, a woman, woman. Yeah, yeah 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 you know it was mm-hmm. very fascinating mm-hmm. you know the uh head brewer is he's hispanic mm-hmm. you know it's just very interesting to see you know this type of you know diversity within the community yeah and it that kind of stuff just really makes me happy to see you know the fact of the matter is like there's a stereotype about who brewers are you know like bearded dudes totally you know but for most of humanity Mm -hmm. women were the ones brewing beer yeah and um also it's a woman's history history it is women's history so there's actually um a lot of beers being brewed or released i guess um, that I, I've been seeing on Instagram where it's like, you know, they got together and brewed this beer or like it's releasing and stuff like that. So I kind of want to like look out for that. Yep. See if we can get our hands on some of, some of those beers. Let's get our hands on them. Let's, yeah. let's, we'll have to look yeah, them. you know, yeah. for lack of a better term. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so the last thing mm-hmm. that we did was... Mm-hmm. We went to Modern Times Dankness Dojo yes. on Monday. In to downtown meet, LA. Yeah, yeah, to meet up with one of my friends 
friends, yeah. and his wife. Yeah. My friend David uh-huh. lives in the Bay Area. Uh-huh. He's the guy who does not drink. I don't think I've mentioned him on the podcast, right? But I have mentioned him on other drink local mediums, yeah, and on the blog, yeah. He used to live in Portland for a while. Uh-huh. So we went to Portland we've gone <laughs> a couple of times, and he has some friends uh-huh. from Oregon, uh-huh. Dan and Amber. They came down to LA. We wanted to make sure that they had a good time and they were able to know like where some of the crafty mm-hmm. beer spots were. Mm-hmm. And so we got a chance to meet up with them. Mm-hmm. And once again, it was just a good time, mm-hmm. you know, just chopping it up with yep. people about beer mm-hmm. and relating to them on that level and also where that takes us. Yeah. You know, and it took us so many places, mm-hmm. you know, we related on so many levels because our backgrounds are so different Mm -hmm. you know like misa being japanese me being african-american dan is yeah of irish descent and his wife amber is of german descent Mm -hmm. she's also american Mm -hmm. you know and so we all kind of talked about our roots Mm -hmm. and that was like really cool you know because then we talked about it you know in ways that kind of related to beer Mm -hmm. And that was like mm-hmm. really fun. And we just had a really good time, you know, hanging out with them yeah. and just kind of. We're talking about the food too. Yeah. The food at Modern yeah. Times is all vegan. Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. You know. And Amber's vegan. Is Dan vegan too? No. Dan is functionally vegan because oh. he's married to a vegan. Right, right, you know right, how that goes. Right. Right. You know. So. Yeah. So she was kind of like saying, you know, how LA. Because they lived in LA for a little bit too. Yeah. A couple she, years. Like LA has like really good vegan food really good vegan yeah, food i think yeah. so yeah like all different kinds of vegan food so we like we're recommending them uh like a german style hinterhof yeah in highland park yeah, yeah. like a, a beer hall german style beer hall that's like vegan and so she's like oh my god like never heard of that you know yeah. so so anyway though we wanted to labor on that for a bit but we've been laboring on everything <laughs> so misa yes what made you want to drink so, I mean, I guess this kind of goes back to the uh, the community okay. being undefeated. Okay. So, William has this thing where um, it's, it's, it's really like a, uh, a gift, you know? And I think it is partly because of his personality and the, the person that he is. But whenever we go out, People always want to talk to him. You know, he made makes friends and stuff. And he ends up getting free shit, right? And so he'll get, like, free beers, like, all the time. Um, like that guy, you know, that you met at Imperial Western, he bought you a beer, right? Um, he'll get, like, free coffee, you know, because he's now friends with the coffee person, all this stuff. And so uh, last week, we went to a Lakers game. But I met up with William at a bar in in downtown. It's just it's this is like a regular bar, right? Yeah. And I meet up with him, and sh- sure enough, he was like, when I go up to him, sitting at the bar, he's like, "Oh, by the way, this is uh, Mark." Mark. And I was like, "Of course, of course." He's introducing me to the guy who's sitting next to him because this is what happens when we're at the bar together. I'll stand up to go to the bathroom. I come back from the bathroom, and now I'm being introduced to this guy who's sitting next to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> it takes like like couple minutes for him to like 
have a new friend, right? So I was like, yeah, of course, yes. Hi, Mark, you know? And then, and then uh, Willen's like, Mark uh, was kind enough <coughs> to give us four tickets to the UCLA game. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I feel like this is one of the uh, biggest things, that, like the, the most you've gotten for free. Probably. Yeah, for just being William, you know. So Mark, he was going to the Lakers game that we were going to go to. Um, but I guess, I don't know how they came upon this conversation, but it was basically like, oh, I have four tickets to this UCLA game. I can't go. Do you want it? And so he like, you know, transferred the tickets to uh, him and we got to, we invited two of our friends and we all went. This, it was our first uh, time going to a college basketball game and UCLA was playing Arizona State, which at that point at was number one in the Pac-12. UCLA was number two in the Pac-12. I have no idea what happened since then because I think the day after I looked, it was like different. Some other team was in number one. But uh, so they played. It was a great game. It literally came down to the last seven. Final shot. Yeah. Final shot. Final shot. And UCLA was, uh, I think they were tied. And then they hit a three and won the game. And they were all standing up and we're so excited. It was sick. It was fucking awesome. And all this for free. So, you know, and it was funny because it made me want to drink. But we couldn't find any beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a dry game, yeah. I guess you were saying that, like, he said that there's, like, a bar downstairs. There's an underground bar, yeah, So somewhere. is that only after the game? I don't know because okay. I, I didn't go, yeah. you know. But anyway, yeah, we were, like, looking at the concession stands. There was no beer. So we're like, all right, whatever. I was drinking water. But it was, regardless of no beer, it was great. We had so much fun. So. Yeah, and we had a couple of beers before the game. We Because did, yeah. we suspected that That's might true. be the case. You know, it's a college game. Yeah. But, yeah, so it was really cool, though. You know, we had a lot of fun, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Thanks I can... Thanks to you, under- I get to... I I never get free shit, but I get it through William, so I guess it's even, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can understand uh, why that would make you want to drink, because, mm-hmm. you know, stereotypically, you would think that you would be getting free drinks, nope. and I don't know if you've That's ever not. gotten a free... No, I have not. Drink in your life. <laughs> I don't know if you've got out of a ticket. I don't know if you've done any of that. Oh, no, I don't, I don't try to do that. <laughs> I'm just like, fucking just give me the fucking ticket. <laughs> That's my attitude. <laughs> I've gotten out of tickets. I'm like, if you think I'm going to fucking, you know, beg to get out of a fucking ticket, I'm going to fucking, I'd rather fucking pay this goddamn ticket. Give yeah. Me. Yeah, I haven't gotten out of him in a while, but when I have... I've been guilty. Like, <laughs> I've gotten tickets where I'm like, I'm not guilty. But I've also gotten out of tickets where I'm like, I'm guilty. Yeah, yeah. So I call it a wash. Yeah, no, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm just like, just fucking give it to me and just keep it moving. So what made me want to drink yes. was reading about the craft beer black market. <laughs> so they... <laughs> It's very fitting. Yeah, because all of our beers are black. Yeah. Yeah. So this is... This the wildest okay. thing that I've seen in a while. Um, I don't know anything about this. Tell me. Okay, so basically, I'm reading this article on eater.com. Okay. So if you want to find this article, it is called Request Pending. In- 
inside the members only world oh, of online beer trading. Is this a recent article? Yeah, it's oh, only 10 hours old. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. you just we just happened upon this article? I was just looking for beer stories yeah. and, and I found one that was like blowing my mind. Oh my god. Um so it says breweries are limiting in person to go purchases of their rarest beers and labeling bottles not for resale. That's not stopping online resellers. So, for one thing, like really, they're labeling it not for resale. Yeah. So, huh, okay. Everything a black market develops, and I, I I hate this. Wait. So that guy who was at the bar with cases. <laughs> no, I mean he could have been, but I think that he was just trying to drink them. Yeah. Like looking he's like happy about looking it, yeah. at the. I mean, but who knows? Because you know, a lot of these people like. They are trading beers. Some people right, are right, doing right. it for profit. Right. Like, it gets crazy. Right. You know, anyway, though, okay. I'm going to read some of the article. Okay. But I'm not going to read all of it. Yeah. I'm just going to read the highlights. But basically, though, it says, since 2004, Russian River Brewing Company has built a worrying lo mm -hmm. local tourist economy mm -hmm. with its yearly release. You guys might yeah. know it. Yeah. Pliny the Elder. Yeah. So, anyway, though, that's kind of been going on. And what ended up happening is that people started trying to trade this beer online because Makes sense. this, I mean, this yeah. year was the first year that they bottled some. Okay. Oh, okay. So they had the elder? The, huh? No, the younger. Younger. The younger. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sorry. Thank you. The younger. Yeah. yeah. You can get the elder all year. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think honestly, I've had plenty of the younger once. Uh, I was like, sure, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know, yeah, I stood in line for it. Yeah, but this year I kept seeing so many things like, oh, we're having this like. No, they do it every year. It's this, a yeah. it's a great marketing thing, but I just don't know. Like, I don't know if any beer is worth lining up for, standing in line for like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, you know, I don't even know if any beer is worth doing what these guys are doing because right. these guys are on <laughs> some Breaking Bad shit. Oh my god! Like it's crazy. Okay. So like you know. Some people were online, you know, charging up to $155 for a single bottle, you know. For, so for this year. Yeah, for Jeez. this year, for Pliny, you wow. know. Yeah, and so, like, basically, like, there's a secondary market. Okay. That's kind of blowing up, mm -hmm. you know. And so there's this guy. Uh, if you listen to Beer Podcast, you may know him. His name is Alex Kidd. Okay. I'll give you guys his information to his podcast okay. if you want to check it out. But um, he says that uh, the most valuable ones are super limited, expensive at retail, and allocated very slimly. So mm -hmm. it's really like a rarity thing. Right. You know, it's a scarcity thing. Right. It's totally, like totally. like what capitalism is, like right? Shoes, yeah. Yeah, you know. And so beers retail from you know around thirty dollars. Some of the more the rarer beers mm -hmm. in this black market no just oh. in general like like you know if you can get like a rare beer yeah you know it can get up to so. like 30 dollars or uh -huh. so you know like a wine right <laughs> mm -hmm. um which get even more expensive right uh but the secondary value could go into the thousands Jesus. yeah and so he says there are a few traders that make a considerable amount of money but for the most part that's not the point traders are estimating the beer's dollar value and exchanging beer for similar for similarly valued beer oh, okay. and not cash. So a huh. lot of these people are just beer really beer. are just really Wondering. true beer enthusiasts, right? right? right you know, right. and so I like that energy. So they're actually drinking it. They're not like a lot of them. I mean, there are some people in there who are trying to get paid off this, 
or you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, you know, you see this with whiskey, yeah. a lot of things, you right, know, people, right. you know, establishing these huge valuable yeah, collections it's, and it's like, how are you ever going to drink rare, all this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, so you might convert a beer to 300 in cash so you can get another $300 bottle. I see. And excuse my enunciation. You know what it is by now. Mm-hmm. It's drinking. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, though, he says none of these people are super wealthy. And I guess what happened was beer trading became common in the 2010s on sites like Beer Advocate, Rate Beer, and of uh, course, Reddit. You know, right, Reddit right, is Reddit like the notorious black market of everything. everything. You know, yeah. I don't know how Reddit is legal. Like, I don't uh, understand. No, I don't understand this because Reddit is savage, you know, but we need that. We need that at all times. Whatever. Give it to me. Uh, so... They kind of get into the logistics of it, mm-hmm. how technically, like, USPS doesn't allow you to send right. beer, you know, people still I've do, FedEx, uh-huh. et cetera. Like, uh-huh. you can't label it like that, you know. But I guess even, like, Cellar Maker mm-hmm. has kind of grown their brand through people trading their beer all over really? the country. Yeah, I had no idea about this, you know, because Cellar Maker is really popular. And I guess that even uh, Connor Casey, mm-hmm. the uh, one of the people behind Cellar Maker... Uh-huh. He used to trade hops and try to get different hops. And he was trying to get Galaxy hops a lot, you know. And so he was trying to get these rare beers or these rare hops. And that's what he brews with now. When it was hard to get those hops, Mm -hmm. you know, he was uh, increasing his flavor profile, you know. Uh And now he brews with that a lot, you know. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, though, um, a lot of beer websites have kind of tried to clamp this down you Hmm. know and some beer websites have also lost credibility over time because they may have gotten bought by you know larger companies Mm -hmm. or whatever which influenced the ratings and things like that anyway what happened was they moved to where all things uh dangerous move facebook so now yeah they're all on facebook which is also (sighs) trying to clamp them down and they're in like these super secret societies of beer trading where all kinds of stuff is going on behind the scenes and you know like it's all really interesting and and there's also this thing called razzles which Mm -hmm. is they're basically raffles so what they're doing is you pay for a raffle ticket yeah and if you win you can get a beer that might be really expensive if you don't you know i guess somebody just collects that money you know i don't really know how it works but some people think it kind of democratizes it some people you know don't like it yeah um, people have different opinions on it, but it's all very interesting. Like I said, you know, you can read the article on eater.com. And if you want to hear more from Alex Kidd, mm-hmm. his Instagram account is at don't drink beers. <laughs> and so he has a podcast where he talks about this. I think it's popular. You guys probably already know it if you're listening to us because we, I don't think anybody listens to us. Uh, <laughs> friends. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, okay, so my thing is this. Yeah. Um, I love beer enthusiasm yeah. in all forms. Yeah. So people are so excited about beer. I would never do this. You know, mm-hmm. like if I miss a beer, I miss a beer. There's just too much out there now. Right. You know, like I can always find a good beer. I'm sure right. of it. But people also really get excited about rarity. You know, they like do. we're so weird about this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that is what it is. The only thing I don't like is I don't like when it starts to affect the practices of breweries. Right. When it sends them into a tailspin and yeah. it has them focusing on things other 
right. brewing good beer. Right. Now they get protective and cynical right. and dark, right. you know, and we don't want that energy. Right. I don't want that energy anywhere in the community. You uh -huh. know, I want it to all just be like cool. Like we're all just being cool. Yeah. So anyway, though, that kind of made me want to drink, but it didn't really make me want to drink rare beer. It just made me want to drink whatever I can right, get. Right, because, like, your philosophy, and, like, mine as well, is, like, we don't want to, like, be chasing things, you know? Yeah. And, like, like I've said before, you know, that now that I'm on our Instagram and following all these breweries, you know, I'll see, like, oh, this releasing, you know, on this date or whatever. And, you know, like people want to know. And, like, of course, they're hyping it up because it's their own beer and they want to, like, you know, do well or whatever. Um, but it does make you, like, if you get super into it, it does make you feel like, oh, I got to have that. Or maybe I'll have to go there and, like, get this or whatever, you know, which it's it's kind of, there's so many breweries. You yeah, know what I mean? We have tendencies to build up momentum totally. on anything. And, yeah. you know, you got to be careful about that. And, guys, like, listen, there is There'll so be another much, beer. There's so much good beer out there. There like, is. There really is. Support your local community. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that's where you want to do. Like, what you want to do is become an expert mm -hmm. on what your local community is doing. Right. And then, you know, branch out and get some beers that your local community is recommending. Yeah. You know, but, like. It ain't got to be all this. It ain't got to be all this. But if it is, do it. Whatever. What you got to do. What you got to do. But listen, like, get your final thought in because I yeah. want to get to questions. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, yeah, there's, like, I followed so many breweries on Instagram. And then as soon as I follow something, they're like, what about these breweries? You know? <laughs> 50 more. And I'm like, ah, you know? And some of them are out of state. And I'll, like, follow them to be, like, you know, maybe I'll go to Nashville one day. You know what I mean? I follow like three Nashville breweries just like a few hours ago, you know? So I'm like, when I'm there, I'll check them out. I would love to go to you Nashville, know? you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, just today I saw that there is a newspaper in Nashville uh -huh. called, or I'm assuming it's in Nashville as well. It's somewhere in Tennessee, uh -huh. but it's called the Tennessee Holler. <laughs> and I just love that. I That's love awesome. that they're, yeah, you know? It's like the a badass name. Yeah, yeah, I love that they're hollering. Yeah. So, Questions from the beer curious. All right. Okay, so this question yes. is actually uh -huh. from yours truly, <laughs> not not OJ Simpson, who, <laughs> <laughs> who has taken to introducing himself that way because his name is so toxic <laughs> that when he it. does videos, he doesn't <laughs> say his own name. But this is actually from me, oh William, <laughs> whose name is fine. You know? Uh, <laughs> Totally unpoisoned, despite all the terrible Williams throughout history. Yeah, Conquering, yeah. doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so what are uh -huh. some of your favorite beer names? Uh-huh. That's the question yes. that I have. Yes, because a lot of beer names are puns for some reason. Like, the craft beer community adopt their... their we love puns. A bunch love of, puns. like, yeah, dad jokes, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess that uh, I only have two okay. that I like right now that I can remember, but okay. there have always been so many, and there yeah. are always such good ones. Yeah. But my favorite one ever was the Maltose Falcon. <laughs> that one is so sick. Okay, so this is actually a beard. It's a Baltic porter that was oh, brewed yeah, yeah, yeah. by Eagle Rock Brewing. 
And you know what? I've never even had it because you can't have it. It's one of those beers that probably would have been traded on the black market <laughs> because it was. We didn't only... have it out in the no. world? Really? No, it was only for insiders. Oh. Okay. At least I'm pretty sure we didn't have it. You know, all I know is that it was some kind of special insider beer. And I just thought that name was so sick. And I love me a Baltic Porter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had one the other day, actually. It was oh, really, really good. Yeah, I had one at Imperial Western and they did a fantastic one. Oh. Uh, that was the one that Jonathan bought me. So, oh. and the other one, mm -hmm. the other beer name that I liked was actually from... I want to say Honolulu Beer Works. Mm -hmm. I haven't had this beer either, but I saw it when I was perusing their website. Mm -hmm. It was done for the Women's March, mm -hmm. and it's called Pussy Grabs Back. <laughs> what kind of beer was it? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. What could it be? I don't remember, but uh, you know, we'll post that for you on one of our social medias, and we'll mention it. But yeah, I thought that was a great name. For a beer. So the beer that I thought of when you asked me this question okay. was a pun. And it was Damon Stoutemeyer, which is uh, fitting because we're doing stouts. Hilarious. Uh, so this is a beer by Ex Novo, a stout. Ex Novo is a Portland, Portland. brewery. Uh -huh. They brew very good beer. Yeah, yeah, we've been there. And so Portland, so it's like uh, even their... Uh, the, the text or the name of the beer is kind of in the classic Portland Trailblazers uh, logo yeah. font. And if you don't know, Damon Stoudemire was a former very famous Portland Trailblazer. Yeah. yeah, so it's a pun on his name, which is like, it's so great. It's like so perfect, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that was, uh, that was the first one I thought of. Um, I don't really like... Rem, you know, remember too many names. So I was looking at uh, my Untapped, which I haven't really been keeping up with, but I, you know, from the log of beers that I've had, um, Citramendous. I feel like that's a great. Yeah, I saw one name. called Citra Ass Down. <laughs> that's great. Good one. Yeah. I feel like Citra. There's a lot you can do with Citra. A lot, a lot you can do with yeah. that. A lot you can do with the word hop. Yeah. But yeah, you got, so that you have one, any more real quick? Uh, mother, mother and Lager. Funny. It's pretty good. Um, I also oh, this was the one I I kind of liked Rastafari, like a rye beer. I don't like that. One. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why don't you it, like that one? It didn't, it didn't hit that well for me. I'm sorry. It didn't. I'm sorry. Man, I hey, like if you guys one. like that, no judgment zone. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. You got anything else? Conservesa. That's kind of cute. All right. So, <laughs> you guys, if... He doesn't you, like it, guys. If you listen this far, if you have any great beer names, hey, send them on to us. Let us know. We might revisit this. We'll let you guys know. She's mad. She doesn't like that I didn't like the names, but you know, like I know I asked this question, I trapped her. It is what it is. But you guys can definitely send us in some beer names. If I don't like them, I'll tell you to. I'll probably like them if he doesn't like them. <laughs> but we're all done for this week. Oh man. What you got some? No, I just saw one that said uh, it's by State Brewing, which doesn't exist anymore. 
Remember Gardena, which is from a Kendrick song. I, I, I like that one. Damn. I like that one. That's dope. Uh, I got me in my feelings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen, you guys, uh, thank you for listening so yes. much. Thank you. And we're going to be back next time with some more very Beers. nerdy beer talk. <laughs> and until then, uh-huh. I'm going to give you guys the information. Okay. So I, I forgot what is all the information. Uh, our website, drinklocal.tv, it has our blog on the DL, all, all this Everything. stuff, our podcast, you can find it all there. Um, our Twitter and Instagram are both at drinklocal.tv. Drink Somehow I can't say it. Drinklocal.tv. At drinklocal.tv. Yes. All right. Twitter and Instagram. And our uh, podcast is on... Apple, Stitcher, apparently, Google Play, Spotify. If there's anything else we should be on, let yeah, us know. We're everywhere we can be. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next time. Until then, bottoms up. Bottoms up.